0: I'm Bill Cleveland, and this is Rediscover America. Each week, somewhere in America, you'll find a polka party. And if you're lucky, your master of ceremonies is none other than Molly Busta. Or as her loyal fans and viewers of the RFD television network know her, Molly B. Since 2011, viewers have seen the Molly B Polka Party, a mix of dancing and live polka music. But beyond the TV series, Busta travels around the country, playing sold-out events, writing original music, and in fall 2018, will be inducted into the International Polka Hall of Fame. My guest is Molly B, and she joins me next. Rediscover America is sponsored in part by Visit Washington, Missouri. Visit the only corn cob pipe factory in the world. Enjoy unique shops and dining experiences along the Missouri River, as well as festivals year-round. Come by car, train, or bike and experience historic Washington, Missouri. So, Molly, it is wonderful to have you on Rediscover America. I assume you're not uh, traveling for just a, a moment or two.
1: For just a moment. I leave in two hours. Oh, oh my goodness. Right
0: before I leave. Yes. Oh, my goodness. You are so busy. Um, let me just, let me just sort of set this up for folks. Someone uh, tipped me off about your program and all of the things that you do. And, you know, it's one of these deals, all of us have, have, found something on YouTube and then you just go to another video and then it's another one and another and before you know it, you've lost complete track of time. And that's sort of what I did uh, when they told me about you and about uh, all the polka music and and the show that you do and all these appearances. Um, uh, Let me just uh, kind of start with with your your stage name, Molly B. Is that uh, just a nickname or is it easier for people to remember than your full name?
1: It's both, yes. I started being called Molly B when I was thirteen. We, when bands would call me up the stage, they wouldn't call me Molly. They wouldn't call me Molly Busta. They'd call me Molly B. It just kind of rolled off the tongue, and I just I kept it. When I was seventeen, I produced my first CD, and I called it Golly G Molly B. You know, I just <laughs> thought it was cute too. And things just kind of kept evolving. And the big the big stamp of the Molly B name came when I was. In my early twenties, and a, ba- a man named Big Joe—that was his stage name, Big mm-hmm. Joe—had the Big Joe Polka Show on RFD TV. <laughs> and every time he referred to me, it was always Molly B. Yeah. So the network got to also know this Molly B. This energetic. Polka girl, and they contacted me in 2011 to do a, a, you know, a TV show with them, and I was never dressed any other way than Molly B. So it just, it, then, you know, then more names came off at the Molly B polka party, and anytime I perform someplace, I simply go with Molly B. It's easier, and then, and then I don't have to say, well, no, it's now Molly Lang or, you know, whatever, because I got married. So I've kept Molly B since I was 13 years old. Little did I know, There was another Molly B. She was born in Texas, and um, she was on the Jimmy Dean show. Her hit was I Saw Mommy Kissing Santa Claus, along with a few others. This woman is, I think, I want to say 40 years older than me, has now passed away Um, but I had no idea someone else had also had taken the name Molly B. And the funny thing is, people come up to me like, oh, I saw you on Jimmy Dean. You look a little (laughs) bit younger now. (laughs) Why, yes, I am. I am younger than this other lady. (laughs) Yeah,
0: TV adds 40 years, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's funny.
0: (laughs) Um, You know, many times when somebody is as passionate as you are about something, and, you know, in this case, polka music and performing, um, you find that sort of, they knew at a young age that not only did they have a talent, but they wanted to do something big with it. So is that, is that you?
1: Oh, completely to a T. It really is. I'm very passion driven. Um, I can, I'll work up to three weeks in a row Eighteen-hour days, and I love it. I I, do, I love doing what I do. So it's it's yeah. If this is this has been the shaping of my life. If you would have asked me when I was eight years old, what was I going to do someday? I would have no answer. I'd say, oh, I'll have twenty kids, you know, <laughs> something along those lines. Even in high school, I never saw myself being a performer or doing music beyond a hobby level to entertain a few others. Um, but it just kept building and building and things kept falling in my lap as I worked really hard, no doubt, but things just kept just coming my way and I just, I take something and I do it, do, you know, 110% and then a new opportunity arises and you know, it, this is just the way my whole life has been and this year alone I've just I'm just floored by the things that keep coming my way, and it's exciting and wonderful. It keeps expanding the polka world. It's expanding my career. It's expanding the amount of people I get to reach every day through, whether it's a streaming of network or whether it's TV or, you know, radio, whatever it is. It's just great the amount of people I get to reach through my job.
0: And and, you know, and you mentioned one of the things that I noticed when doing some research on on you is that your your schedule alone—it's unbelievable that you are. It seems almost every night of the week you're you're someplace doing your thing.
1: I am. I am. You know, and you know, 365 days. You know that I'm actually outperforming is not true. But what is true is I do work 365 days a year for the most part. A few days off here and there, um, because we travel so much. We were just in Texas. We were in Texas still on Monday night. We left Texas, I think, around 10 p.m. And you know, now we're in Wisconsin. We're going to be going to Minnesota, and just just going, just going all around. And um, I I take care of all the managing at this point. I take care of the managing, the marketing, um, you know, the the social media, which we know is a growing Mm -hmm. thing. Um, So there's just there's so much work behind the scenes too. So when I'm not on stage, I'm working on building up new and exciting things to present the audience next time I see them.
0: Yeah, Uh, Historically, in the United States, polka music has never really been a mainstream genre, the way, say, rock and roll or country or or pop music is. And I'm curious, uh, especially when you were younger, I guess maybe even now as an adult, have you had people sort of make light of what you do because they're not as familiar with that type of music?
1: Of course. (laughs) (laughs) There is no doubt in my mind on that question or that answer. Yes. Always, um, but it was a thing. I, I don't remember ever meeting someone and within the first two three minutes it not coming up in conversation. Yeah. It just kind of popped in there. You know, what are you doing this weekend? I'm playing with my dad's polka band. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was always it was always there. It was always present. Yes, I got picked on, and I never it never really got to me. Um, when I was 14 years old, none of my friends had jobs yet. I was out making money on the weekends. Mm. Um, while my friends may thought it's uncool to hang out with their parents, I was out having fun parties with my parents making music and dancing. And to me, it doesn't get any better than that. And then college, you get to college and people have a different – they're ready to be more open, or at least mm. I found that. And so when you get to college, like, what? You played a polka band? That's pretty darn cool, <laughs> you know? So it's interesting to hear people's – you know, just – Just views of it, and I just had a class reunion, and one of my classmates came up to me. She's like, "I always picked on you about polka music." She goes, "And look at that." She goes, "Look where you have taken your career with Mm. polka music." She goes, "I never would have dreamed of it." She's like, "I'm eating my words now." She's like, "Congratulations, sincere congratulations." And I just—it was just—it was interesting. I didn't need to hear that to feel like I've done the right thing, but just—just think about how much I—I was picked on and. And how much people weren't really ready to accept it as being, you know, just fun, good, family, wholesome music. And But those that did give it a chance loved it. Yeah, everyone loves it when they actually give it a chance. It's just getting past that stereotype of oom papa or, you know, only grandpa's music or whatever people may say with it.
0: Right. Um, yeah. In your performances, and people will see this if you go to YouTube or you go to your uh, websites and... Um, you know, we get to see you play, but, but you play multiple instruments and some of the, at, you know, at the same time, which to me is very, I don't play anything. I don't know. I don't know any of that stuff. Uh, so it's very impressive for a knucklehead like me to see you playing not one, two or three, you know, three instruments at the same time. So how many instruments can you actually play?
1: See, and this is a question. I think I get asked that probably more than any other question and any musician is going to understand this answer. Um, Woodwinds come natural to me. Brass instruments come natural to me, and there is—it feels like an endless amount of of instruments that fit in those categories. For sure. example, I play a tenor saxophone. Well, I also play an alto saxophone. Additionally, if you put a piano saxophone, or a or a soprano saxophone, or a berry or a bass saxophone, or a contrabass saxophone in front of me, I can play it. Like, and I'm very comfortable with it. It's not that you know, I'm, you know, I. I don't want to play it on stage, um, so because of that, it's kind of like it's an endless amount. Um, but to this day, I've only performed on guitar once. I've never brought my violin to stage, um, so I do I do center in on the brass and the woodwind instruments. And to answer your question, a little bit. A little bit. I bring usually 14 instruments on the road with me. Wow. So I'll play 14 instruments like in one song or throughout the performances. <laughs> That's
0: so, crazy to me.
1: That's gives great. That's a number to kind of play with. Yeah. Uh,
0: I told you off the air that a fellow radio host um, locally where I live in St. Louis told, told me, he goes, Have you ever seen the Molly B.? polka party and i said what the heck is the molly b polka party and i went on youtube of course and and now of course we're, we're chatting but um you know started watching some of these videos and so it's essentially it it's a live dance party in like a dance hall venue and you're the host and you also perform but you know for somebody that's never seen this show and it aired um on rfd they still show it right on rfd yeah. network yeah. okay and so explain explain a little just how, how does the show work
1: well, the basic concept of the show is that we have multiple bands and many dancers, and no, the dancers don't follow us, we don't have groupies, they simply come out because they love to dance, and that's and I, I introduce the bands and the dancers, and I try to get you, give some insight to to the music, um, to the band's history, to the dancers, why they dance, um, you know, and little, little tidbits through my introductions, and then... The show kind of speaks for itself. It really does. It's, it's interesting to see there are a lot of elderly people that are dancing. And, my gosh, if anybody realized some of these people, when you see them on the show, which only lasts an hour, they've already danced three days and ten hours a day, and now we're on the fourth day, and this is hour number five. Because hmm. when we did tapings, we did four days in a row, up to ten hours each day. Jeez. And these same dancers would dance consistently all the time you talk about healthy amazing wonderful people that show up for these events and and that's and that's them um but now to kind of steer you a kind of a different direction so i worked with rfd for six years and we did shows all those times and they're still airing them and wednesday nights at five thirty, and saturday nights at um Uh, excuse me, nine, that's our central times. But now I have Molly B Polka Party is now going to be streamed as well. And we're going to start in 2019. We can watch it anywhere on the internet. You can watch it through Roku, Apple TV, and um, very similar format. We're just going to give a little more behind the scenes, whether it's us pulling up to a gig, setting up information about a hall, actually going, you know, to some old hall. Like we visited the second oldest hall in Texas, um so I'm really excited about this new venture and so I think it's a great time to announce it and it's through Farm and Ranch TV which is an internet streaming based but if anybody even went to my website, mollybee.com, it's M-O-L-L-I-E-B.com, they click on the link, boom, it's right there in front of them. They can watch any of the episodes they want any time of the day, you know, on their TV, on their phone, on their, you know, in computer. So the whole programs, I'm excited because now we're recording again, and we have a new place to be airing them. So it's good. It's, it's a good spiral going on. I love it.
0: Well, you don't sound excited about it at all. I'm oh my goodness, I
1: can't control yeah. it. <laughs> I love it. Um, I love life. I love music. It's awesome.
0: A, a quick glance at the Molly B. Facebook page um, yeah. shows you have a, a pretty good-sized following, and they're all over the United States. And uh, we mentioned your, your crazy schedule, and you know, you're, you're going to all of these places. How, how did you manage to take this idea nationally?
1: I wish I could really give you a true answer. It was just one of those things when I was ages like 11 through 12, I was constantly writing festivals. Hire me and hire my family's band. And one thing led to another. Then... I met a man from Ohio by the name of Ted Lang, and he realized I had talent, so we put our talent together. So now we're touching my fan base in the Midwest, and he had a big fan base all the way out to the East Coast. So then we spread ourselves that way. And then, um, then we got married. <laughs> then, we, um, then we were discovered by RFD-TV, and they have the national network, which goes to all the states and even goes down to Cayman Islands. I had a beautiful... Party down there when I was traveling, they gave me a welcome party, had no idea even the Cayman Islands even got the Molly V. Polka party. <laughs> um, so that got it nationally, and it's interesting because I have a store through my website. Every time I go to the, um, to the post office with, you know, whether it's five packages or 15 I'm mailing out, it's hard to find same states. One's going to Arkansas, one's going to North Carolina, one's going to Maine, and people all over are watching.
0: Let, let me let me ask you a little bit about just back to polka music and okay. me not me not knowing anything about polka I and mean, and probably a sizable amount of my audience having not I have no idea about uh, or or much idea about uh, polka music um i was having a discussion a few days ago with somebody knowing that i'd be interviewing you today and and we were talking about how you know if you tune in to your show and you, and it's it's just nothing but this upbeat, happy music. Everybody's having a good time. You're having a good time. The people, you know, dancing or smiling and having fun. And then, you know, if you just you hear any polka song, it's upbeat and everybody's. Are, are there sad polka songs? I've never heard a sad or, or even something like you know that would be like the equivalent of a a ballad in pop music. Does that exist?
1: You know, if it does. We don't let we don't let it come across that way if you actually listen to the lyrics and some of the songs it's kind of sad I mean some of them can be sad but it doesn't matter <laughs> like we're really bad about really portraying what the lyrics really mean yeah. we just we enjoy I mean the upbeat of the music just keeps it all just fun um, what's interesting is some of these songs that come from you know Czech Republic and come from Poland they're really not talking about anything that's really wonderful or great yeah. but it comes it's Done in a polka, and it comes upbeat. Everyone's smiling, everyone's having a good time. You don't even think (laughs) about the lyrics, and I hate to say that to all you lyricists out there that are lyricists that just that work your heart out, giving us great lyrics, and we're just making them happy, (laughs) you know. But and then other things we'll do. We'll take a it's common to take a bluegrass song or a country song and put it to a polka beat. That's Mm -hmm. many polka bands have done, and you know, and some of them, you know, it's sad, you know. But yet we're playing upbeat, we're having fun. It's just it's just the way it
0: happens. Well, and it's that's not good. just for I mean, I wouldn't feel bad about it. that's that's a lot of musical genres. I mean, you go back to Bobby Darren singing Mac the knife, you know, this upbeat, yeah. you know, hey, you know, swinging song how hey, about a guy getting stabbed for God's sakes. I mean, you know, and so I don't that's think that's a really, really good point. I yeah. never
1: thought about that because I just know we twist it around a lot, but we we just love the music. We love the beat of it. We love what we can do with it and um and then it's very danceable the way we keep it.
0: Yeah, mm. um happy. People have always told me that I have what they would call an old soul, and so you know, listening to you and and, and following what you've done, um, and I could be totally wrong on this, but I, I feel like you may also be an old soul, which oh, is which is not a not a bad thing, and I think you'd probably mm. agree with that. So I mean, because you seem very comfortable around an audience that at times seems quite a bit older than you.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, I I, I am. I, um, my values are the old-fashioned values. I don't enjoy anything more than just going out in the country and doing, you know, doing things they would have done back in the 1940s, 1950s. Nothing fancy. I don't need media around me. I, you know, I, and I, I love all the old music. Um, I, all the elderly that come to the dance, and I'll say there's not anybody younger, but the, the ones that come, they have awesome stories. I probably have sat down with more World War II vets, um, than probably most people under the age of 40. I mean, I've had a you know, chance to hear their stories, hear what they're all about, hear the struggles they went through. And I can't begin to even number the amount of people I knew that lived in times where, you know, the outdoor plumbing and uh, having a store bought and bred was a big privilege, you know, where there was very little, but yet they're happy people. And those are people I really associate well with because I, I'm very. I, I find myself being very simple with simple things I enjoy, and so yeah. And it, it is. It's, it's, an, it's an old soul that I have in me that I am completely not ashamed of, and I, I enjoy people that that share that quality too.
0: Yeah. Well. Well. Don't ever change that. That's a. It's a good thing. Um, yeah. is, is polka music going to be around for a while? Are, are there younger people that follow polka music?
1: There are younger people that follow music. Are there as many younger people as there were thirty years ago? No. I don't think polka is ever going to die. I'll put it that way. Um, It's going to go through its ups and downs, and there's certain things that will bring it up. Um, You hear people saying, you know, 80s, early 80s, late 70s, that was its heyday. That's when everyone that was going to go to polka Music went out three nights a week. That's when the bands were playing over 300 gigs and never had to leave 20 miles from home because there was so much work for them. Is it ever going to get back to that? Uh, probably not, um, but there are younger people that definitely have interest in it. It was very enlightening to me when I was in Texas doing my very first taping. Uh, we got five, we got five bands from the town of Ennis, Texas, to south of Dallas, and it was in that conversation. We had two bands that were under the age of thirty, and I kept learning of more bands that were forming under the age of thirty, and it was just, and what it. The best way, I, from what I understand, um, these kids are very family-oriented. Um, and the families hold on to, t- to traditions, and those traditions include their heritage. And so a child that's born in a family of a, of a you know, Czech mother and father from you know, fourth, fifth generation, they're still holding on to traditions, Well, which means they're still holding on to the music, too. It is something that is cool to them. For like talent shows, they will come with a polka band. You know, so you got things like that. I have another friend that's involved with the German clubs down in Texas, and every year they have have contests, and different schools come with their polka bands to to perform and compete. So there's definitely younger people that are involved in it. And Wisconsin is another state where you can find a lot of younger people, and they tend to go more towards the Polish style of polka music because it's louder. It's got a bass guitar that thumps right through your body. Um, you know, something that interests more of what they're used to that they hear on the radio, but nonetheless it is polka music, and they come out and they have a good time. So there's different, po- definitely pockets in the United States where there's young people that are interested starting bands, going to events, you know, dragging mom and dad out, not mom and dad dragging them. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's it's definitely going to continue. Um, I just hope it can continue going in an upward motion rather than just plateau or slowly decline.
0: Um, it would take me 20 minutes to list all of your honors. Uh um. <laughs> as you have on your website um some of the most recent awards include uh, multiple times named favorite female vocalist from the uh, united states polka association and the international polka association the 2013 polka promoter of the year i can see that i can see how that happened from the wisconsin polka hall of fame inducted into the iowa polka hall of fame in 2015 and then in september Yes. You will be inducted into the International Polka Hall of Fame. I, I don't yes. know much about polka, but anytime you are inducted into any sort of Hall of Fame, that's a, a special honor.
1: It really is, and um, yeah, this one coming up in September. A lot of people really look at it as that's it. When you've made it there, you've made it. You've you've done your work. You really, you really, you know, achieved something. And I I, I look at it as an honor, but I look at it as Whether that award was ever going to come along or not, I'm just going to do what I I love to do, what my passions lead me to do. And part of that that drives that is I know how much fun they were for me growing up to go to a polka dance and just know I'm going to be happy from the beginning to the end. I'm going to have friends to dance with and just feel good. If I can continue bringing that to people the rest of my life, I do not need a single award to do that. It's just awesome to be able to to have that um, honor and that blessing to be able to bring that to people.
0: Well, you are a delight. I am so glad you you came on here, and I'm so glad that um, someone told me about you. And uh, we will now tell yeah. others about Molly B. and the Polka Party and all the good stuff happening out there and across the country at uh, dance halls and such. Give folks your website one more time so they can uh, follow not only your videos but your, your new show that's coming out.
1: Mm-hmm. That'd be wonderful. And you did mention my instruments, so I will say, on the homepage of MollyB.com, you can see me playing 12 instruments, because we always do the 12 instruments of Christmas rather than 12 days of Christmas, and it's every year my Christmas show. So that's when you can catch me playing different instruments.
0: <laughs> well, I, you're, like I said, you're very talented. I, I can't play one instrument, so uh, I'm, I'm envious of that. But good for you and uh, your delight, and uh, uh, thanks again for coming on.
1: You're very welcome. Thank you.
0: Thanks again to Molly B. And thanks to you for listening. Please subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already. Just search Rediscover America in your favorite podcast app or in the iTunes store. You'll get the latest episodes sent straight to your phone where you can listen on demand anytime. And check out BillOnTheRoad.com for great road trip ideas and some great stories about people and places making America great. Remember, all roads lead to another great destination. Get out and rediscover America for yourself. I'm Bill Cleflin, and we'll talk to you next time on another episode of Rediscover America.